Welcome to the Evolve Marriage Podcast. This is episode one, our philosophy on marriage. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey guys, welcome. Welcome to our very first episode. Here we are all set up in our little home studio. Thanks we made to- it. Yeah, thanks to Eric. He set it all up. We're looking good. Uh, it's been a long time coming. You know, we, we Kate and I really wanted to do this for number mm-hmm. one, us to connect, but also to help a lot of couples out there who maybe are at a space that, you know, we were at a couple years ago, right? We were we had some challenges in our marriage, which I'm sure we'll get into uh, in these podcasts, but we really wanted to do this to be able to serve other couples to really help them grow the skills when it came to their own marriages. Yeah, also it's like a great excuse to sit with you and have a great conversation with you with, when the kids are in bed. <laughs> yeah, I love it, absolutely. It's like me and you time. It's nice. You literally just, now I have to sit and stare and talk to you. This is what we love have to do. Love me, I'm here. <laughs> I love it, pay attention to me. All right, so uh, we really wanted to go in today uh, with our first episode to talk about our relationship philosophy, right? What we believe creates a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. And for us, there's two aspects of that. And if you check out our website, you know, Kate put together this really great graph that really uh, elaborates on this. But really for us, the two aspects are the self and then the marriage as an entity. What the two selves, me and you together, can create as the marriage um, when all those are healthy. And we're going to show you guys really talk about um, the three different branches in each of those aspects. So within the self, there's three branches. And then within marriage, there's three branches as well. So in the self, the first branch. Yeah, let's get started. Let us start with the first branch, which is the body. That really means like, what is your physical health? Are you exercising? How are you feeling physically? What kind of stuff are you putting in your body? What kind of stuff are you doing with your body? How are you physically feeling every day. For me, it it goes even deeper than that in the sense of, you know, how am I carrying my stress, right? How am I, oftentimes what we don't realize is we have all these things going on in our mind, but our body also carries a lot of that stress, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I remember a couple years ago when I was, you know, Kate laughs now, there was a good 10 years of our relationship where I was just always angry, but she used to literally say at night, you know, she could tell when I was stressed during the day because I would just grind my teeth. And sleep talk. And sleep talk (laughs) and and all this stuff, right? And it was really challenging because I was carrying really what I was doing is I was repressing a lot of the stress and then my body was carrying it yeah. on, a, on a day in and day out basis. So for me, it goes deeper than just, you know, definitely getting your heart pumping and, and the food you're putting into, which adds to all that. But how are you relieving some of the stress that you're holding in your body? And the body can have a huge effect on the relationship, a huge negative effect on the relationship. It can affect how you see yourself as a person, which can have a huge effect on your self-esteem, which which comes back to bite you in the butt on how you're showing up in your relationship. Yeah, 100%, right? And that, that confidence issue really definitely affects and ripples in all other aspects. And also your energy levels as well, right? Typically when you get your heart pumping, uh, you're eating the right foods, your energy levels are up, right? You don't feel lethargic. Mm-hmm. Typically you're sleeping better. So that's really the foundation of focusing on the body. And so let's move on to the next branch, which yeah. is... So the next branch is the mind, right? So when you think about the aspect of self, obviously body being part of it, but the mind is the other part of it. And this is really where a lot of these limiting beliefs happen, right? Right. Typically, our mind can play tricks on us. Obviously, it's trying to keep us safe, right? We're human beings. Uh, The real reason we've survived so long is because our mind is designed to survive. So we, we often create these scenarios that keep us safe. 
and what we don't realize, you know, is those don't always serve us best when it comes to our relationships, right? Typically that prevents us from bidding for love, right? And, and trying to go asking our partner for something that we want because we might be turned down. And so it's really important that our mind gets healthy so then we can understand that, hey, even though you, Kate, is refusing me sexually tonight, that says nothing about who I am as a person, mm-hmm. right? It's, you, have, you have a whole life and a human experience going on. And when my mind is healthy, I'm able to receive that in a healthy way. But when my mind is not healthy and I'm debating who I am as a human being, what my value is, right? I have all these stressors around work. Well, I may be taking some of that feedback in a very negative way. Right. And I find the first step in doing that is noticing those things, noticing those thought patterns, um, you know, noticing when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling, um, being able to note those emotions, being able to understand like, oof, I'm feeling something. What is it that I'm feeling? So having that consciousness, having that um, awareness around your emotions and around what you're feeling is so important to develop for your relationship. Yeah, and I think especially when it comes to emotional intelligence, right? How you're showing up, what your belief system is based on your family of origin and stuff. That's all in there. That's all based on your human experience and how you're projecting all that into the world and how you're experiencing the world. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to understand where your belief systems come from, being emotionally intelligent, understanding your triggers and how your emotions are showing up in order to show up as a very healthy self in the marriage. Exactly. So our third branch, uh, last but not least on the self uh, aspect of marriage is, is the tribe. So uh, your people, who you're surrounding yourself with, you know, the people you surround yourself every day have so many effects on your, on your person, but also that can have a direct um, effect on your relationship. So are the people you're hanging out with affecting your relationship in a positive way? Are they affecting it in a negative way? So it's, it's very important to be aware of your tribe, to have those people, not only for you to feel supported in your life, but for you to be able to support other people in uh, their lives and, and show up for other people as well. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And I, I think for me, when I look at this, right, it's, it's really about one person. So your spouse cannot be your everything. And I, we've all heard this when we talk about raising kids, but you know, this idea of it takes a village. Well, it doesn't only take a village to raise kids. It takes a village to raise human beings, um, especially healthy human beings, because you know, that's this turned, you know, shut up in our marriage where, um, I was really relying on you to be my everything, right? I was isolating myself from other healthy men, from other people in general. I was wearing a lot of masks out in life. And you were really the only person that I was going to. Not only mm-hmm. were you my lover, my best friend, I was asking you to be my caretaker. And it was really, number one, too much pressure to put on the marriage, but it's also too much pressure to put on you as a human being. Right? Yeah, and there's some things that I'll never be able to associate with um, with you on, such as being a father. You know, there's there was times where I would get angry at you for being a father in the way you were being a father, but... And you would always tell me, you know, you'll you'll never understand what it is to be a dad, just as I'll never understand what it is to be a mom. So for me, you know, I have my gang of girlfriends. We get together once a week in the garage, have some wine, and uh, it just feels good. I can talk about those things with them. Um, I can, you know, if I want to talk about my job, uh, usually if I'll talk to you about my students and, and all those things, you don't necessarily understand, or you'll try to give me advice, which will usually make me angrier because <laughs> you're not in it. You're 
you're not in the fire with me when it comes to teaching. So um, that's that's where my tribe, my teacher tribe comes in. So it's very important to understand that your spouse can't be your everything. They can't be all those people for you and then some. Uh, they could definitely be a lot, but they can't be everything. Yeah, and it's definitely important to uh, you know go outside the marriage. A lot of people have this idea of kind of the third, but it's important to go outside the marriage and bring some of that energy in your marriage. Right? Mm-hmm. Learn new things from others, new ideas, because the reality is even within the marriage, if two people are just isolating themselves, keeping everybody at bay, well, they're not actually growing in the best and most efficient way that they can. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to dive deeper into this in other episodes because I think the tribe aspect is extremely important. Uh, and it's a lot of the things that we typically neglect, right? It's yeah, very easy for us to That's exactly what I was going to say. It's something that, it's one of those things that we usually forget about. You know, we grow up with so many friends. We grow up, you know, surrounded by family and cousins. But, you know, growing up, we get so busy with work and our our kids and our, our, our family, like our, our family life, we kind of forget the importance of having a tribe. Yeah. There's no weirder conversation than asking a grown man if he wants to be your friend. That's, uh, that was challenging park. for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, I was essentially ostracized in my neighborhood, but <laughs> no way. I'm kidding. No, no I'm kidding. I, like I made you. a lot of great friends. It was great. <laughs> um, so that really wraps up, you know, this idea of the self, right? So the three branches are body, mind, and then tribe. And that is the idea of being a healthy self because you essentially need two healthy people to create a healthy marriage. So moving on to the marriage aspect, so there's also three branches in order to create a healthy marriage. The first branch of creating a healthy marriage for us is domain. This idea of all the things. So uh, under the domain, we count you know things like finance, raising the kids, errands, how our time is divided, what we're doing out in the world in terms of career, etc. This all falls under domain. And one of the biggest reasons this is so important is because this is really what creates safety in a relationship. Having a roof over your head, making sure your kids are fed, making sure they're going to school on time, making sure you're, you have work or whatever it is that you're doing in order to provide for each other and for the family. And really, this is a, this is a huge reason a lot of couples often move towards divorce, right? Is they can't agree on some of these systems that are in the domain, right? Finances being a huge aspect, kids also being one of the number one reasons people get divorced. Uh, Just to wrap this up, you know, the domain aspect, which we'll definitely talk more about, uh, is really important. And for me, it's foundational when it comes to creating a healthy, safe marriage. Which this let's move on to our second uh, branch, which is the emotional branch. So how are you feeling emotionally in the relationship? Um, can I count on my partner? Are they there for me? Do I feel safe in my marriage? Do I feel like I can trust you? Um, you know, are we in a codependent relationship, an interdependent relationship, or maybe like a completely independent relationship? You know, when you think about this idea of emotional intimacy, it really is about you know, psychological safety and how you can receive your partner. You know, a couple of years ago when our relationship certainly wasn't at a healthy point, uh, there wasn't a lot of psychological safety in our marriage, right? I, I remember I would be triggered by absolutely everything. I was just waiting for an opportunity to have conflict. So literally anything that you said, I would start twisting and take a certain way and start creating conflict. So yeah. it, it created this environment for you where you literally would just not say anything. Right? You would just kind of like only say surface level things. You would avoid conversations at all time because you didn't feel safe and you were trying to avoid conflict. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of the other aspect of it, 
Um, when it comes to this idea, can I count on you? Can I open up with you? Um, it really is about, can you be my person, right? Do mm-hmm. you see me? Do you hear me? Um, and are you here with me? Are you in my corner for life? Can I trust you? And when it comes to this idea of, you know, codependence versus interdependence, um, I think it's really about, are you able to receive your spouse's emotions exactly as they are, right? Are you able to receive your spouse's human experience? Yeah. And that's something, I mean, that's high level stuff. Eric. Yeah, it's challenging. <laughs> I mean, well, that's something that we're both currently very much working on, you know, like if, if I'm having a bad day, um, and that's something that, that goes on in our relationship, you'll have a bad day, you'll be, you know, kind of in a rut and, and I'll just try to do everything to get you out of that rut and make you feel better. But that's not what I should be doing in that moment. I should be giving you space to feel what you're feeling, to live out those emotions in your own home, in your own way, you know? Um, And I think in our future episodes, we'll be talking about creating boundaries when it comes to those kinds of things, because obviously when it comes to emotional safety, it doesn't mean that, you know, your partner can start walking all over you and you're kind of like, well, that's okay. You know, he's living his emotions, (laughs) but, but creating those healthy boundaries. And we'll definitely touch on that in our, uh, in that episode. Yeah. And, and just to wrap this up, you know, I love that you added boundaries here because I think having healthy boundaries as a couple is a huge part of emotional intimacy, right? The fact that I know where your line is, is very safe for me, right? And that you know where I stand on things. And creating boundaries together and trusting that we'll stick to those boundaries together. You know, like if we're going to visit a friend and we said we'd be out at nine o'clock, are we out at nine o'clock, you know, yeah. when we've set that boundary together? hundred mm-hmm. percent. Can I trust you? And I think our emotional intimacy episode is probably gonna be like a four hour episode. Yeah. Is, we uh, got a lot of, we got a lot of baggage there. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> so the last branch on the marriage aspect is for some couples, the fun one, but also the most challenging one, which is the physical intimacy. I think a lot of times when couples think about physical intimacy, they think about that beautiful three-letter word, right? That some of us love to talk about, others don't, but it's the idea of sex. I would say for me, physical intimacy is not just sex, right? It's also affection. And for us in our marriage, we actually separate, you know, physical intimacy and sexual intimacy within ourselves because we really wanted to remove this pressure of always leading to sex, right? That every mm-hmm. time I would touch you in the kitchen, that I didn't want you to have this feeling of like, oh, okay, tonight we're going to have to have sex. I have to get ready. And we really wanted to remove a lot of that pressure. Yeah. And, and you know, being human, we really, really need that touch. And it's very important for us to uh, feel... Um, connected with other people physically, like I'm I'm talking like animal kingdom here, like even animals will rub up against each other in the wild. And if they can't, uh, they'll rub up against other things just to feel that touch. It's been proven that like babies develop better when they're touched. And you know, that whole skin to skin thing we read in all the mommy and daddy books we were reading when we were (laughs) pregnant. Um, It's so important for safe development to have that physical touch, to have that physical sensation. So why stop at adult age? (laughs) Yeah, I 100% agree. I feel like we need to do more skin to skin. Yeah, let's touch right now. Nice. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. and, And I definitely think 
you know, when we think about us as being uh, these beings that have these physiological responses, right? We have these different energies. Well, the best way to express those energies to each other is through touch, right? And we mm-hmm. often forget that. And I think in a relationship that doesn't have a lot of touch, uh, it can definitely create a lot of isolation, right? I, I imagine two people being on their own separate islands, oftentimes just kind of yelling at each other, right? Just giving each other those messages because without the touch, I think there's a lot of communication that is missing. Yeah, exactly. And just this feeling of, of pure loneliness. You know, I feel so alone in this relationship. I'm with you every day. I see you every day. We're working great as a team. We're, you know, raising top notch kids. Everything in our life is great, but we're not touching. There's definitely going to be that long longing for touch. Yeah. And we'll go deeper into physical intimacy in other episodes. We're really going to talk about you know, some ways that we cope with this lack of physical intimacy, uh, what to do, because I think oftentimes with couples who haven't touched in a while or maybe haven't had sex in a while, it can be this really intimidating thing. Yeah, where do we start? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive deeper into that, which I think will be another great episode um, because it's something that I think Kate and I, we really value physical intimacy in our marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Touch is really important. Um, Kate loves sending me the message. Sometimes I'm in the kitchen working and she'll literally just like hover around me and I I can tell she needs (laughs) touch, right? So... Uh, it's something that for us is really important in our marriage. So just to wrap it up, guys, uh, we, we definitely don't want to go too long today, but the idea here is to really think about these two aspects of the marriage, right? So the self, so myself bringing that to the marriage, you yourself, Kate, bringing it to the marriage to create this healthy marriage entity. Uh, and within the self and the marriage, they each have their own three branches, which like we said, the self is body, mind, and tribe. Uh, and then in the marriage, the three aspects are domain, as well as emotional intimacy and physical intimacy. And like I said, you can uh, grab other episodes where we're going to really dissect each of these branches individually so you guys get an idea of what they're all about. I highly suggest that you guys jump on our website. So Kate created this great graph. So if you go on evolvemarriage.com, you can actually see the graphic. And what we really want you guys to do if you want to dive into this is think about the level 10 aspect for you in each of those branches. Yeah. And just evaluate yourself. Just see how am I doing on a one to 10 scale? One being like the absolute worst, like I am underground, not doing at all anything. And 10 being like, I'm the most amazing, pretty much a God could teach an entire class on how to do this. And then, um, maybe give yourself a little, uh, a little an, goal. Probably an idea. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And I love, I love where you're going with that. Um, I think the idea too, is to think about what your level 10 is in each of these categories, right? I think it's natural for us as human beings to constantly think about fixing or where we're, you know, defective, if you will, what's not working. And it's really important for us to really flip that around and think about what is what it is that we're moving towards, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were to really imagine yourself six months, a year from now, what does your level 10 look like? Uh, and for me over time, and I think you would agree, Kay, like that changes for us over time, right? Absolutely. Um, my level 10 that I'm going to be moving towards in the next six months, well, when I get to level that level 10 and I've reached it, well, then the level 10 is going to go up. And I think that's how we grow and evolve as human beings. Yeah, exactly. And then so once you have that level 10, it's easier for yourself to evaluate and see where you're at. And then you can choose one of those life areas or you can choose one of those uh, branches and really work specifically on that one. The one that might be suffering the most, the one that you have time to give time and energy to and just really like see like where can I what, what can I do to bring this maybe this level five to 
to a level six or seven, you know, slowly move up that ladder, give yourself little things to do every day that you can, that can move you up closer to that level 10. Yeah. All right, guys. So that was episode one. So uh, if you guys have any questions at all, reach out to us. Uh, you can check out our site uh, at evolvemarriage.com or you can just email us at info at evolvemarriage.com. So if you want to check us out, feel free. Uh, thanks for being here today. This was fun. Yes. Thank you for being with us for our first episode. Yeah, we're psyched. Cheers, guys. Bye.